Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Monday, February 20th, 2023, and today I am covering Paranormal News. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O, Paranormal dot podbean dot com always happy to hear from you all whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences whether they're your own or from others that you trust happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them and I do have one announcement I already made it in the discord earlier um, but uh, I even though I do love doing a show every day of the week seven days a week and I can technically do it that also is a little bit too much to try to do so um, I'll be going back to five days a week here so it'll be every um, Saturday night Sunday morning uh, through every Wednesday night Thursday morning so um, just so everyone knows that me- that means that the last show of the week well for a week will be um, this this coming this Wednesday night, Thursday morning, and then I'll take two days off, and then I'll come back. So, um, just because I have other things I need to do and want to do, and uh, and sometimes I need to just rest, unfortunately. So, um, I think that's basically it, though, for announcements. Of course, I already have all the articles I'll be talking about uh, in the in the chat here, um, and I will include them in the episode description on the YouTube and podcast feeds. Uh, Thank you all for being here. I see you all there. Uh, I appreciate that. And I also appreciate everyone listening to the podcast and YouTube feeds as well. So so we'll see how many of these stories we can get through today. And then, of course, whatever we don't get through today, I'll save for uh, the next new show in two days. So um, I think with that, I can get on to the actual stories. Um, this time, it's all about uh, ghost stories and haunted places. I've noticed that whenever anything major happens in the news regarding um, UFOs and any kind of government interaction or military interaction, the news stories about experiences with UFOs um, from regular people, they just they drop off. All the focus turns to the uh, to the new to the um, the government and military aspects, which I understand, but um, and so that doesn't leave much room apparently for the individual experiences. But um, so this is going to happen every so often. We'll just have some a few different news shows in a row with uh, talking about places that are being mentioned in articles on news sites about um, just that talking about them, the history and the hauntings and the legends and all those things, and that's what we have for today. So, let me get to the first one here. Um, this one is, I have two of them here from Texas, actually. Um, this first one is from uh, 1470kyyw.com, and the title of this article says, Beware. This haunted cemetery in Texas will creep you out, of 
course, because they have to go for the theatrical titles in these stories. Um, so cemeteries are always amazing to me because you hear so many different reports about the general feelings in them. You do hear about somewhere the um, the the feeling the overall feeling is that of peace and calm and and um quiet and all of that and then you have other ones where it doesn't seem to be the case and um i wonder how all that works what what determines um what what state a cemetery is in in terms of energy um energy levels and types and all those things so um, this article uh, is talking about the um, the writer is talking about their memories of um, just basically going to cemeteries as a kid um, to visit uh, the graves of family members, and of course they mention the effect that Hollywood had on them. Of course, we know Hollywood usually portrays the paranormal as being always bad, always evil, so that doesn't help. Um, but, so let's see here. Just trying to skip through the uh, the personal stuff there, because that's not really what we're here to talk about here. Um, so this is apparently, now I've heard of different, this is not the only Oakwood Cemetery in the U.S. I think I've heard of others as well. But this one is in Austin, Texas. It's spread out over 40 acres of land and has over 23,000 people buried there. Um, And so the article suggests that that may be why there's been paranormal activity going on there. Uh, One of the apparitions said to be there is that of a murder victim um, in 1885. And, uh, basically, according to this article, that that murder was never solved. But, um, so there's reports of that apparition. Sometimes I wonder about those, um, those apparitions when it comes to people that are, that, that have something like that happen to them. Um, if they do stay around, as people suggest, because of the terrible events, or if they move on. Um, I guess it could depend on the personality as well. I don't know. But um, as far as report, other reports of paranormal activity there, there's um, brightly colored orbs uh, seen with... Uh, or, and then also an apparition of a young woman young woman wailing as she wanders the uh, cemetery. Um, apparently mediums have sensed this murder victim's presence there multiple times. Of course, according to them, you never know unless you actually, I think, spend time with one. Um, but uh, the orbs being seen in these places, that, that's an amazing thing to me. Sort of talked about that um, with the last news show. I wonder how often um, how, if if or orbs, whatever they are, or spirits, whatever they are, they do travel between buildings where they somehow feel at home or like they can stay there and not be bothered, and places 
out in, in the open where that I have importance to them as well. Um, go back and forth, maybe that's why there there's in some places you only have you may have things happen but it's not daily or constant. But um just a theory there. Um there's a video in this uh article that shows the um uh does a uh let's see here. Must be a drone cap uh drone image or video taken. Uh just a uh over flyover of the of the cemetery. So you can all check it out. Um so yeah, that's that article. Uh, I'm always interested in hearing stories about cemeteries and what may go on there and uh just the overall feelings people have in them. Sounds like that place may be a little bit unsettled because of the the story they're associated with, but um I wonder if someone goes in there with no idea of that story if they would have that same feeling. So, um, moving on to the next story here. Let's see here. Okay, this one is from, I think I've actually used this, i gotten articles from this website before. I have uh, Mix979 or 979FM.com. The title of this one is Haunted Texas. Video reveals uh, Billy, in quotation marks. The ghost at the legendary barn door. And um, this is apparently a restaurant um, that is uh, good size, it looks like, based on the picture. And, um, of course, there is uh, one of the rooms or one of the buildings or part of the, the place is known as the Pecos depot and apparently it was originally just that a depot in that area uh constructed in the 1800s on the texas pacific railroad so um but that that actual depot was relocated years later in 1950 uh and then in 1972 became part of this restaurant and was turned into a bar area, meeting rooms, and extra dining areas for the restaurant. <clears throat> so, um, the article says that after it became part of the this restaurant, people there, patrons there, started noticing odd things going on in the what they call the old new addition to the restaurant. Uh, some people just had a sense of 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 it. Other people have. Oh, that's a weird noise. <laughs> anyway, uh, other people have seen a man in a grimy hat, white shirt, khaki pants, and black shoes. And that is the one that is reportedly known as Billy. Um, says The article says that the only thing that they, the people in this area know about Billy is that he was shot in the depot when it was still a depot. And that he decided to relocate with the building when it was moved. I always wonder about that. You hear about that. How even when buildings are moved, you still have the same apparitions or same energies there. I wonder if they are attached in a way where they have to go with that, with that building. Or, um, or not, if they decide to go. 
Um, hard to say, really, without actually, like, I guess, talking with someone like that. But, um, says the employees who reported that they have set up the executive room for the next day's event, and then they come in the next morning and find all the place settings and chairs uh, moved around. Uh, crumbs on the floor and rings on the table where it looks like a drink has been set. That's um, that's quite the thing to, to have happen there because either that stuff is just manifesting or there is someone there, whether it's um, a spirit or not, but there's someone there that is finding their way into that room, I'm guessing, with, without setting off any alarms or whatever. And with with food and drink, and um, and then just leaving. Uh, says the only thing about the ring that the glass leaves on the table, in other words, the residue from the, the cup, is that the um, it doesn't fit the shape doesn't fit the glasses that the barn door uses at the at the time as of now. So it's some other kind of glass that is not the same as what they are using. Um, so that's really... seems almost like a time anomaly there, possibly. Although that wouldn't really... I don't know if that would fit, because you, that's a, the building has been moved. So, um, so yeah, very... Uh, that's some, that's a, some very interesting evidence there uh, that is being reported. So... Maybe it is. I don't know. It's just either way. Whatever's causing it, that's physical evidence of something happening. So, um, I, I could I could see myself just finding a place where I'd like to stay after after if I'm a ghost and I just want to hang out still in this world and just finding a restaurant or whatever a place and just uh, staying there and relaxing when there's no one there and then kind of just watching whatever's going on in the public parts of the restaurant. I, I could see myself or people doing that, really, if they have a choice to stay or for whatever reason. So, I don't know. But I uh, thought that was a neat story there. So, let's see how we're doing for time. Okay. I think we're good. Um... But yeah, I just wanted to share that one. A couple of stories. I had a lot of stories from um, from Texas lately, it seems like. But I mean, I guess that maybe just because of the size of the state, I don't know. Uh, Derek says, yeah, I'm definitely going to haunt a supermarket. I barely have a choice. <laughs> Those shelves will be stocked, whether there's people employed there or not. Better be careful, they may have you working for free. But uh, anyway, um, so yeah, neat story there. Um, okay, moving on to the next one here. Uh, for those that don't know, that uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but, but Derek is, uh, he has his own YouTube channel where he's known as the Night Stalker. That's S-T-O-C-K-E-R. Because he actually does stock shelves in grocery stores, in a grocery store at night. So there's that whole story in case you're not aware somehow. Um, so this next one here is from weirdnj.com, which is, of course, Weird New Jersey. 
Uh, and this one, the title is Fort Mifflin Paranormal Investigation. I've heard of this location before. Uh, I've seen it on TV in some of the paranormal investigation shows. Um, but it sounds like there may be something to it. Uh, so this is a this is a fort that is uh, sits in the on the um, huh, is located just across the Delaware River from National Park, New Jersey, and uh, it's on the edge of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So it's um, it was it's known as the fort that saved America due to its involvement in the uh, the, the Revolutionary and Civil Wars in the U.S. So, um, let's see here. Looking at the rest of this here. Um, and it talks about that. Alright, just gotta scroll through. It has images here in the article of the place. Um, so, there are, apparently, at this point, over the um, over the years, it says hundreds of people have reported seeing the same apparitions in the same buildings. So that's always amazing when you have multiple reports from people that don't know each other of seeing the same apparitions. Uh, says that the British began construction on the fort in 1771, but didn't finish it uh, due to growing tensions with the colonists. So. Um, of course, after that, the, uh, the fort was finished eventually. Um, and let's see here, the, the, the colonists, the revolution, uh, revolutionary soldiers did finish it. And, um, so goes over the history of the place. Um, and, uh, but it says that, uh, let's see here. Talks a little more about the history. Has some images. Um, so goes into some of the more gruesome details of war, which we don't really need to go into. It says the fort was reconstructed in 1794 and used as a military outpost in, during the War of 1812, and of course used again in the Civil War. Um, so, let's see here. Apparently, um, there are, there's a apparition of the only person executed in the, uh, in the place. And this was a soldier who was a deserter, I believe it says. Um, and he uh, was executed at the fort on August 26th, 1864. And his apparition is said to be there still. And of course, not to be in the best of um, moods there, I'm guessing, due to the history and everything. Could also be a... Um, I do think a lot of these places, it's always hard to tell if it's how much of that is an actual spirit of someone that, that passed there. And how much is people putting their energy into a place knowing that and then having that take its own form um, over time because of that. So there is a um, there is an apparition of a screaming woman in the officer's headquarters. 
um, there's a blacksmith who is um, likes to mess with the doors in the blacksmith shop. Says that there is an actual tour guide. I'm guessing this means they're they're talking about the spirit of a tour guide. Talk about um, staying there and doing your job even after you pass. Um, Logan is demanding attention right now. She's up by my shoulder. At least her front paws were. Um, it says a lamp lighter at the soldiers' barracks. wonder if they see lights there. Uh, a little girl in the artillery shed. And an, another man who appears to be sick in the hospital. So that's a lot of apparitions. And apparently, again, the beginning of the article said that a lot of these um, apparitions are, are seen over many years by different people who appear to be, and the apparitions appear to be what the, the ones that are reported over and over and over again. So, just a um, neat article there. I don't doubt it. Um, when, when an article says hundreds of people have had experiences there, to me, even if you take that down to, you know, divide it by 10, that's still a lot of sightings or experiences. So, um, yeah, uh, it could be a, a ghost giving other ghosts human tours, possibly. Yeah, this place is chock full of people. It's wild. Yeah, I mean, there's people that do still go there, I'm sure, and, and keep the keep the place all together and um, preserved and all that. So um makes you wonder how much happens there. During the daytime versus at night. Maybe there's a lot more activity during the day than people realize. I always wonder about that in places where there's a lot of people, living people, or physical people. How much activity goes unnoticed because you just figure, oh, it's that person in that other room. So, um, okay. So, yeah, that's that article. I think I can move on to the next one here. Actually, let me look and see here what I have left. Um. Okay, I have two left here. I think I can kind of get through these last couple pretty quick. Um, this next one is actually <clears throat> not so much a haunted place to begin with, but it's, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I should probably do the actual. The website <clears throat> is spectrumnews1.com. Title is Phantom History House, Tampa's Paranormal Bed and Breakfast. But what's different about this is that the house is um, set up to sort of as a tribute to the paranormal with um, antiques that the owners have collected and sort of themed rooms. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's just a neat concept. And I, I wonder if it does draw any paranormal activity. So... There's not a ton to talk about in that one, just the fact that it's an amazing concept. And they're mentioning here in the article that, as of, at least as of this article, they are still booking rooms. So that seems like a place I wouldn't mind going someday. Um, one of, the, of course, one of the objects that they have in there is a uh, coffee table with a Ouija board carved into it. So I almost wonder how much energy that can draw, especially if you have people that are going in there that are 
maybe freaked out by that that item itself, what kind of energy um, that can draw in. So, just wanted to mention that one. And um, it's, it's a short article, so. Uh, the last one here is from CornwallLive.com. This is um, it's a lot more of a just a, a historical piece about a um, a uh, let me see here a pub or a restaurant um, nightclub. I'm sorry. So this is uh, the title says Cornwall's Haunted Nightclub, the Loft, which was the absolutely bonkers place to be. So. Uh, it says it opened in 1992 and closed seven years later. So this is really is a lot about um, just that history of that place and what went on there at the time. But um, so the, let's see here. Apparently there was a, um, oops, looking at this here. So um, the... The people that worked there and stayed there had a lot of memories there, it says. And um says that, uh, looking for the part about the paranormal aspects. Um, so let's see here. I'm scrolling through. And uh, it says originally the... So the building underwent a lot of changes over the years, uh, expanding and having uh, different things and different parts of the room, a pool room, and, um, so let's see here. Looking at this here, trying to find, I know there was a section in this article here. So, um, it says here that one of the owners thought that, um, said everyone thought there was a ghost that was from the cafe that used to be, uh, underneath everything. Says that the, um, doesn't talk about why why, uh, why um, they said it was haunted. I wonder if it was just a feeling. So, um, so yeah, it doesn't talk a lot about paranormal, but it does seem to just be about this nostalgia. And I wonder if that can create its own energy. Just memories of good times in a place can uh, leave behind energy. I'd be curious to know what it, what it um, what goes on there now, um, and if there is any energy from all that left behind so um apparently i uh didn't need to include this one but still i always like to hear about these places and i think history in and of itself can be haunting in a way so um that's all i have for today uh i think i will think they'll have to remember now from 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 the next new show to only pick out four stories but uh anyway I'm trying to uh, do some new formatting here for the show for possible future uses. So, um, but uh, yeah, thank you all for being here and listening. And uh, yeah, that's a good question. Derek says, I wonder if people have weird dreams when they sleep there more often than a regular. But oh, that the they are the Tampa one. Yeah, could be. So thank you all for listening, and I will be back tomorrow with um, True Paranormal Stories from the Web on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.